WDMN 75.7, restoring the vibes. To grow old in my arms. Man, this album should have been bigger than what it was. It should have. song and you twerk, design a purse in your arm, about the size of a duffel bag, and them brand new titties cost a couple rags, filling on a girl ass with a trouble pass, chain smoking every day at least a couple packs, you know I always hit you deeper than a baritone, bone you with my jewelry on, that's a hair and bone, hotter than Arizona, fresher than aerosol, these condom rapping ass niggas was never wrong, it's alright but it ain't rough though. And unless your money talking, keep your mouth closed. We smoking Indo, Aldo, and Palo Alto. If this party ain't got hoes, my intro's my outro. Can't stop, can't stop, can't stop, can't stop, Once again, I'm saying this now. I am sorry to Trey Young. Yeah. Yeah, that boy did that. It was a combination of him going off and All Ben of Simmons acting like he didn't want to play basketball anymore. I tell you, Ben Simmons played ball like Shiffy do. That one play where he dribbled all the way to literally right under the basket and then passed it to the dude that wasn't ready for it to be passed to him because he assumed that Ben would lay it up. That's, that's the Shiffy maneuver. That's what I. That's that's what Shiffy does when Shiffy plays basketball. The one time I played basketball, Shiffy, he did that. For, that old we we played like we played like two or three games. He did that every time he had the ball. I would literally yell for him to shoot it because that little nigga actually has a nice little jump shot too. He refused to shoot the ball. Tom, I'm gonna get my assist up, nigga. We are not keeping stats out here. <laughs> Nigga, look, look down, look down the court. The other basket is lower than it's supposed to be. Come on, man. The cars are driving by. Hey, man, I gotta be careful. This is my third foul, man. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> do you see reserves? Do you, do, do you, do you see a scoreboard keeping your stat line, man? If you don't shoot that goddamn ball, I'm gonna beat your ass. Either you shoot it, or we gonna shoot you. Hated playing basketball with you, my you. Hated it. But that's Ben Simmons. That's 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 Ben Simmons. That's the dude who was talking about he was gonna he should be defensive player of the year earlier in the season. Nigga, 
you you ran from Trey Young too many times in this series. Even I don't even think Rudy Gobert should have been Defensive Player of the Year. But that's you know know, niggas get a lot of blocks and shit. That's the day. During the regular season, yes, it's a regular season award. I I wish. (laughs) See, they keep. I always say that it's a regular season award. Few years they actually waited to the end of the season to do that little award show. I don't really, I mean, the award show part, I really didn't fuck with because I, I really could care less about y'all sitting around giving these awards. But I would like for these awards to be given out at the end of the year. Like at, at the Do end right of the before, complete, Right before the playoffs. No, after the playoffs. Why? I need the whole body of work. It's, there, it's not no, no, that. No, no, no. This isn't, no. It's not that. I need the whole body of work because there have been too many times we rewarded somebody for the regular season. And then in the playoffs, they have been asked. It's too many, too many times niggas say, "Yo, this is a, this is a war for the regular season." Nah, I need your complete body of work. You never, you never. You get did that. all of that to be MVP, and your team is out in the first round. You're never gonna get that. Nah, I need that to be moved. Never. And it's not just in basketball, by the way. You're never gonna get that. <laughs> I think it should be like that. I know football does it now. Not really. Um, well, they do it like right during. I think it's like the week before the Pro Bowl is when they well, do it. That's what they, I still don't think that they take playoffs into account. I'm not saying that you. No, no, no. You're correct in what you're saying. I believe that this should be moved to the end. Let's get your whole body of work. Mm-hmm. That's like you did great on all your homework assignments, and then the test comes up and you fail it. But then you try to go, well, my homework and everything well, is good. You, if you do that, essentially, wouldn't your finals MVP be the MVP of the season? I have no problem with that. Yeah, they don't want to do that. <laughs> I have zero problems with that. They don't want that. Do that means you were the reason why this team won a championship. So this entire year has been, or this entire season See, but, has been banking off of you. And this is why they'll never do it. They've incorporated end-of-season awards, quote-unquote, into people's salaries now. Like, I know. I saw. Like, um, oh, boy, Jason Tatum yeah. is going to miss out on like $33 because he didn't get an all-NBA team. So they've messed, it, they've messed it up to the point where these things that are voted on by journalists are having an actual impact on players' contracts. And the MVP and all that shit, that goes into it, too. Because remember, uh, they started that shit after Derrick Rose did what he was doing. He had the MVP, he had all NBA teams and shit. That's like the Derrick Rose rule. That if you do this, it's a, it bumps up your salary. You can't do that the playoffs included. <laughs> you can't. Because how many, how many times we see niggas get the MVP? And they, were, they definitely had the best regular season of everybody else. But come playoff time, niggas just found a way to uh, uh, just get rid of all of their teammates. <laughs> Steve Nash, Steve Nash got MVPs. They ain't never. I, I, I think Steve Nash made like one conference finals. Yes, and I think y'all beat them when Dirk when Dirk was when when Dirk was winning. When he got MVP, they wasn't. They weren't. They, they didn't win. They didn't. Win a finals until 2011. He wasn't getting no MVPs that year. And if we keep it a buck, there are, I, and I, I hate to be the one to say it because he's on my team. If they really kept it a buck, LeBron would have won it so many more times than he already has. 
if we keeping it real. If we look back at who that Steph shit from 2016 doesn't happen. LeBron gets that. Because you're not going to tell me that in the postseason, Steph, Steph Curry was better than LeBron James that year. Or shit, I, I'm hard-pressed to, to find a year where Steph Curry statistically had a better postseason than LeBron James did. It just, they, they, they hate doing the, you know they talk about the familiarity bias or the niggas that want it, they, they don't want to keep giving it to the same person that won because it won't be fair, but it, if you're the MVP, you're the MVP. You could you could you could give an argument for every year either LeBron or KD probably winning it. With maybe an outlier every here here and there, but majority of the time these last I would say 15 years I mean if we're talking if we're talking regular season and postseason those years that KD was with the uh, Warriors, he should have won MVP both those years. Easily. Well, I guess you you can't say the third year because he was injured. Yeah, year one, yeah, he definitely should have got it that year. But those those sec those two years that he won with with the Warriors, he should have won both of those. I can't remember about year two. Year two. But was... then I had Golden State fatigue. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Year two. That was when he hit that shot at Cleveland in LeBron's face, remember? Oh, yeah, that's the year that uh, they old put, boy fucked up on the play. They put the beats on him. Yes, J.R. Smith. Yeah. They put the beats on him. And KD was right and there. And I think that was the only close game in that series. Yes. And KD was right there kicking. <laughs> kicking niggas. So... Until they finally be like, okay, this isn't a regular season award. This is a, a whole season, a whole regular season, postseason. It's going to be like this. Giannis ain't been – this is the first time Giannis – wait, no. He went to the Eastern Conference Finals against Toronto that one year. But that was it. I think he was – was that the Eastern I think Conference Finals? I think that was the year that, that Toronto won it. Yeah, that was the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kawhi put the clamps on him. Which I was no matter if you're a better defender or not, if Giannis had a a really good jump shot, it wouldn't have mattered. I'm bigger than you. I can jump higher than you. If my jump shot is wet, your defense means nothing. Cause I'm a I can I bring it down and I'll post you, post you, hit a turnaround on you. If I can't blow past you. That's why, see, people people didn't give James Harden credit for saying what he said. James Harden was like, oh, I wish I could be damn near seven foot and just run up and down the court and dunk. That's not, that that's easy. But he was right. Because if that's all you, that's easy. When you, when you fucking two inches away from the rim already, that's, that's Boban. <laughs> that's what Boban does. So I I get it when he said it, but a lot of motherfuckers dragged him for saying it. But he said what he needed to say. Giannis is too big and too strong to be getting these votes because of him running up and down the court dunking. He has no no type of real consistent jump shot. 
I remember I said the same thing about Blake Griffin a long time ago. I said, yo, if Blake Griffin ever develops a mid-range to three, like a long two jump shot, like consistent, like if he finds a part of the, like the elbow. If Blake Griffin gets to the elbow and hit 90% of his shots, he would have been a problem. But he couldn't do that. He, he, he couldn't get that shot. Even now, he, he, he's better as a shooter because in Detroit, he evidently didn't want to dunk the basketball. So now he has some type of a jump shot, but still, because when you get older and you don't have that bounce like you did before, you're not jumping over hoods of Kias. Nigga, you need to put the ball in the hoop the regular way. How far have, have we gone since we've seen Blake Griffin in a Kia commercial and State Farm? You got to remember, he was in State Farm. Blake Griffin was everywhere. See, and, I, and this, this is the shit I've been saying for years. Niggas was only in State Farm commercials because Chris Paul was with them. I think Chris Paul was putting them on to that shit. Because remember, as soon as Chris Paul went to Houston, then you start seeing James Harden in those commercials. And he ain't put Booker in them. I don't, I don't know why. Maybe because I guess you could probably say in the thick of things, Sabrina Ionescu is a bigger name than Devin Booker is right now. Well, not at this moment because of what Devin Booker's been doing. Diversity, eventually. but in the whole in the whole thick of things, Sabrina Ionescu is a bigger name right now than Devin Booker is. That's all finna change too. Welcome back to an episode. A <laughs> new episode of this ain't the podcast featuring Spread. Indeed, we got a few things to get into. Um, first and foremost, uh, Saturday we had the great birthday party for Charlotte. These girlfriend, 90s party, and I have to say something, man. I thought when I got my outfit that I had dressed a little overboard for the occasion, right? Nah. I walk in, we see our friend Deldrick. He's got on a whole hammer outfit. This nigga Deldrick had a gold tinfoil MC hammer outfit. With a Cuban link. And his wife dressed up as Posh Spice. Now, well, she changed out of that right real quick. She well, it wasn't even cha- like it wasn't hour. even changed out of that. She took the shoes off. What she had little straps wig. going off her leg. I thought the straps were connected to the shoes. I was wrong. And then she had the wig on. And then the wig was the same color her natural hair was. So I didn't even know she took the wig off until I looked. It was like, oh shit, that's that's different. Um, what I show up then? Because I had, like I, two options. Nigga, this nigga came through. <laughs> she 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 had to disguise on herself. What? I think they got me for a pair of socks too. I told her he'd come up and grab a pair of socks for her. And I don't remember getting the socks back, so I guess those should have just gone. <laughs> I know you didn't steal them. Those that's just a pair that's gone. Fuck it. Um but then your brother Dom showed up. Once again, happy birthday to TT. I know it's like in a few days, but tomorrow. Yeah. Dom showed up and I'm, I'm going to be real with you. He looked like the lawyer for Death Row Records. Somebody called him Dom Juan. 
My man's I know had he's, a silk. I know he's going to wear that shirt in Miami, too. <laughs> I know he's. I, he might be wearing that shirt right now. That nigga going to be wearing that shirt all summer long. We're going to go to brunch, and it's just going to be that I'm shirt. I'm like, get out. <laughs> With gold chains just hanging up. If he had some chest hair, that, that shit would set it all off. Well, the tattoo right there may look like from a distance. It do, it do. Here. It's a little sign. Um, a little, you know, a little, uh, what's, what's, what do they call it? Uh, the hamburger meat. The hamburger meat on the chest. That would set that whole bitch off. I tell you that he, uh, so TT, they they got shirts made for the, uh, for TT's brunch thing. So they asked everybody the size I gave me and Charlotte's size. I was like, uh, okay. I had no intention on wearing the shirt. Why would I wear it's a, a black shirt with sparkly print on it that said what it say? Um maybe it said top thirty to me. Yeah, top thirty to me. Oh, she turned thirty? Yeah. I didn't know that. And then on the back it had whatever we told them put on. This nigga Dom put Big Zaddy on, on the back. That explains why she was falling asleep as soon as she showed up. Niggas was like Niggas was like, yo, nobody calls you that. I was like, yo, I I've been around you and since you got married. Since before that, I've never heard her call you Zaddy. <laughs> I hear Dom saying, "Put that on the t-shirt." We we roasted Dom at the brunch. I said, "This nigga be in the in the mirror, pointing at the mirror like you are Big Zaddy." <laughs> Dom, you are Big Zaddy. I said, "Nigga, get that shirt the fuck out of my face." They tried to bully me into wearing the shirt. Do you have it? Yes. Yeah, I got it right here. Now, let me ask you a question. You look at that shirt. Oh. Can you picture me in the shirt? Exactly. What? With the right pair. Of, no, I mean with the right. Yeah. Thank you, Charlotte. Yeah. You 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 would you will find a way to finesse the outfit here's, though. Here's my thing. Like if you were forced to wear it, you will find a way to like Maybe if Don would have hit me before and be like, yo, we're gonna have the shirts for y'all to wear at the thing so we can take pictures, I wouldn't have thought of an outfit to wear. But my outfit planned was not including the shirt. You was thinking of afterwards. I I no. I had an outfit to wear there, and then I came home and I know I was gonna have another outfit for later. Oh. Which the outfit I ordered, it came in today. <laughs> Shit, wear it this summer. I mean, I can wear the shirt. The shirt I can get off whenever. What about the pants? It's it's overalls. It's denim overalls. Oh no! Yeah. Well, or or just save so them. I, I might do maybe maybe Halloween or something. Just save get the airbrush. But, save them for Halloween. Well, matter of fact, Charlotte, keep passing that shirt real quick. You're Michael Bivens for Halloween. Bam. Happy birthday or happy Halloween. Sorry. I was going to be steal from Juice. Okay. Oh, that shirt nice. So, see the shirt I can get off whenever. Yeah. That's that's but the the overalls? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Just get a little airbrush on them. Halloween. Bam. Done. See, that was in, but no, it bounced no, no, off no, something. No, 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 I, I saw. Okay. I'll give you credit on okay, that. Okay, thank you. Thank you. You know what? That, that's why I'll fuck with you. You give me credit with this dude. But. That's what we having all the time. 
what was I going to say? Alana and Charlotte's friend Simone ended up looking like a girl group. They did. Because um, call- they both wore the same exact call- like type outfit. I call instead of TLC, the titty-less crew, I call them the titty-full crew. Yeah, them things were hanging. I was going to say... Sorry, Simone's boyfriend. I didn't even know she had a boyfriend. Instead but- of saying 3LW, I'll say 2LW. Bang, bang. But that's 2000s. Bang. What can it... Not SWV. Not STD either. That would be too easy. No, no, that's 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 no. Maybe DWB or something. I don't know. Like DUI. Look. Um. All in all, I had a good time. I what what did I? I wore a, a MTV Spring Break '91 T-shirt. The Dwayne Wayne glasses. Uh, the flip-up shits. I might send those back though. Because I have no other occasion to wear those. Right. Um, and some swim trunks that I found that had like this cool little 90s design on them. And, you know, that was it. I, I, but I thought I was doing too much. I really didn't think people were going to show up. I didn't think we were going to show up like costumes. Attempt. Charlotte, what were, you, what were you supposed to be? So you were just yourself, just in a dress? She was, so she said it was the colors. Oh, so you were in the group? No, but the only difference is mine didn't have suspenders. Ah, okay. And it was like a set. But when you the lead, you really don't, I mean, you look like, but you're supposed to be, you're supposed to look different from the back. Yeah, you're supposed to have a little different. Beyonce ain't look like Kelly and Michelle. When Diana Ross was singing with the Supreme, she had on like a gold dress and they had on like silver. You know what I'm saying? Hey, did you eat any of those fruit? No. Was there was there alcohol in the fruit? I yes. wanted to ask, but yes. everybody was sort of there were alcohol in the fruit. There was alcohol in the fruit. I uh-huh. ate I ate a strawberry. The meatballs were hitting though. Meatball no that, that cheeseburger dip was Man, that shit was good too. Oh, it's lit. That that whole <laughs> that whole spread with the pizza with the pizza bites or the pizza bagels? That was all her I <laughs> I saw them shits, boy. <laughs> I said, Man, I ain't seen these since the this before September 11th. Oh, my God. I was like, where did you find these? I was more fascinated by the fact that she had pizza bagels. We always have them here. Yeah. I don't really go to your fridge like that, though. Oh, yeah. And then the little uh, Lunchable charcuterie board was was cool. Uh, the uh, fruit gusher thingies. I've seen those in a while, but I wasn't going to eat those because, nah. Were you afraid the, of I'll call them? No, uh, the jokes that would have got off with Last that, because yeah, it, it would have been easy layups for all y'all. And we got we got to watch Kevin Durant piss away the finals. Yes, <laughs> because he. So okay, so he took the shot, and his foot was on the line, right? I read a report after that says Kevin Durant wears an a size eighteen shoe when he only wears size seventeen. All his shoes that he wears on the court are a size, a, a whole size up from what he wears. If his ass would have been in his regular size, but that's probably uncomfortable. He probably needs his like he just likes to spread s- out. He likes stuff. to slip, slip in and out the shoes. Oh. I'm like nigga, you would have had the right size on that night. 
You be gearing up to bust Giannis's ass. I do love the uh, P.J. Tucker interaction. Not with, Giannis. Uh, Trey Young. With uh, KD's mom, though, where she was like, oh, this is basketball, not football. And he just leans over. And he, I, I don't know what. You can't really tell what he said. But he ends up saying, I love you. And she says, I love you, too. Yeah, because he went to college with them. I know. So, I know how, like, we know how yeah. close they are. But it's just, it's just, first of all, KD's mom is like the mom of all moms. Like, I actually fuck with her more than KD. I don't know why. Oh, my God. I think it's ever since the whole you're, you're the real MVP situation. But, when he, he, when but, he, he, but he said it. I know what he said. <laughs> but she made him. No. How you going? <laughs> Shout out to moms. And she reminds me a lot, like, just seeing her interviews and things. She reminds me a lot of my mom, too. Well, she's not as crazy as my mom. It was always funny because every time I seen her, she had braces on. I was like, I feel a little old for braces. Isn't it? What's done is done now. No. She got to be in her 50s. I mean, she still look good, though. I, I'm not saying she don't. It was just always like. No, nah, man. She, 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 probably, she probably out here. She probably getting these young brothers, too. That's like when niggas have wheelchairs with fresh sneakers on. And there was a dude. That's completely different. There was a dude. And I feel like you just want to throw that shout out. No. Out. There was a dude that used to come to the finish line. And he was and he would always buy the newest Air Forces. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I would ask the question though. Why? Why do you need this? Are you free? You gonna scuff them? Like how? Well, I mean, I guess even if you're in a wheelchair, you won't look jiggy. I guess. What's? I, I, I get it. <laughs> I but get it. <laughs> or you need to keep buying the same white, all no, white. No, no, it's not even all like just nigga, whatever colorway dropped. When a Jordan, what I mean, with a, a sneak, a Air Force One would drop, he was there. And I know all his shits look pristine, like pristine, like they not. Oh man, he could resell no, them things. No again. creases in them. No, <laughs> they all look dead stock. Like shits don't ever touch the floor. And if they do, it's carpeted. It's not like it's... You, you basically got the mannequin pair on. I mean, I know we're going to hell for this, but I don't care. Like, that's just ridiculous. Man, you know, I don't, I don't know the Where dude. Where you get the you know, same fuck, shit? Fuck it, shout out to him, yeah. He, he, he was fresh. <laughs> he was fresh as hell, as long as the feds watched us. He didn't care. I mean, and you know what? Every time I saw him, I thought of Snoop in training day. Okay, you went you went that route. I was thinking an old boy from the Players Club. Do something to make me feel. <laughs> no, and I can't even give you that because up until the last fifteen minutes of the movie, you don't even know he's in a wheelchair. True <laughs> shit. See, Snoop, his whole part in the movie was the dude in the wheelchair. You ain't see Snoop's feet hit the ground. He tried to run away in the wheelchair. He was a go- he was pedaling fast as a bitch too. Just I know his arms were brawling and shit. Snoop and Katie got the same body. I always thought for some reason that, that Snoop Dogg could like hoop hoop. And I saw him play one of them little celebrity all-star, you know, mm-hmm. all-star weekend they have like the celebrity. Yeah. And I was like, oh no. Oh that, no, one of you gang banging. <laughs> Your ass can't shoot. I saw him throw up a shot. I was like, God damn. Like, yeah, you you Crippin, that was that was a better route for <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, Snoop. Like, oh. I mean, he wasn't bad. It was just be, I thought be, he was going to be out there. Be you know a crip I mean? and rap. You're right. You, you, you I thought he was going to at least hit a post move or something. <laughs> he was, 
Which is funny because, like, and you know, I think a lot of these, like, rappers now have seen so many rappers, like, stink it up that they make sure that, like, that nigga 2 Chains is nice. <laughs> 2 Chains is nice. Quavo is nice. Uh, Lil Baby is not nice. He's horrible. You know who was scary nice? Um, Just balling, like, in general. I'm not talking about just rappers. Terrell fucking Owens. Yes. Yeah. He was he was crazy nice. They need to bring Rock and Jock back. That's the only reason I know who Dan Cortez is. Because of fucking Rock and Jock. And he was on one episode of Seinfeld. Or Pros versus Joes. Oh yeah! No, I don't want to see pro. I don't. No, I want to see pros versus Joe's because I need and and I because I, I want to see the fans really get fucked up. The only time I want to see fans interact with fans people is if they're getting their head knocked off. But th- that's what I'm saying. I want to see like because now we have a new era. Because back then it was just we just picked some random guy and you're gonna maybe like, like, run against Herschel Rocker or you got to tackle Herschel Rocker and he's older so uh, you might have a chance. No, 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 no. I want them to find one of the fans, like whoever that dude was that spit at Trey Young. I want him to guard Trey Young for five minutes. I want them to find like people that talk shit on Twitter. Like if motherfuckers, yes. like if motherfuckers talk shit about like Zeke. Exactly. Now I want you. He's not gonna juke. He's not gonna do anything. Straight up, tackle him. Oklahoma drill tackle him that's what i want so i don't want just some random like because some of them dudes were like production assistants and or they had a hookup with some of the people that was working on the show so it was like hey you want to be on tv for a minute all right you gotta guard lisa lisa leslie for like no i want minutes. i want no, the player to know i want somebody who <laughs> was talking cash money on twitter mm-hmm. to be invited hey you know you could be on tv we'll give you about twenty five thousand. And but it, you got to go hand-to-hand with Floyd Mayweather for two rounds. It doesn't got to be a superstar. I want to see niggas, because you know, motherfuckers, the, the superstars, they really don't talk. They talk shit about, but not about their basketball playing abilities. I want to see Jared Dudley bust somebody's ass at the YMCA. I want to see the last person on the bench who they're like, oh, man, he, he, he just clapping, and just clap. I want to see him bust somebody's ass on a or like a like at the rucker. Like, give me give me shit like that. And I do want to because they did do a great job of like bringing the legends in and doing some shit. Mm-hmm. I would like to see because I'm starting to see a lot of young people talking about how Shaq wasn't much of shit. Okay, I want them to guard. Go ahead, guard Shaq now. He's almost fifty. Go out there and guard Shaq now and see what you see what happens to you. Here's the problem: they couldn't hold a candle to his son right now. But I want them to experience the fucked up errors of their ways. I want Shaq to bust that ass. Well, mm, wait, let me rephrase that. I want Shaq to fuck them up on the court so like, that they understand the respect level that that man like I want, obviously deserves. Like C-Web. Like we all talk shit about C-Web because his announcing is horrible. I yeah, want and Reggie Miller both. I want them to play. A, I, want, I want a fan to have to play Reggie in a three-point shooting contest. And if they lose, Reggie gets to take their car. And Reggie be talking shit too, boy. Yes. Yes. I want 
see where to play the one-on-one to 21, and I want him to spot them 20 points. But he gets the ball, and let's make it take it. You, you think women can't play basketball? Okay, here's Cheryl Miller. Oh, God. Defend that. Enjoy. And d- d- defend that. Did you see Maya Moore and a player from the Liberty get into it on Twitter? Yeah, so they po- the uh, I think Maya Moore plays from the Phoenix Mercury. Is it my Yeah, I think she plays for Phoenix Mercury. And they posted a highlight of when they played the Liberty. Well, the Liberty beat them. Well, the girl, I forgot what the girl's name was, but she was like, look at this shit. They glorifying the wrong shit. They lost the game. Well, Somebody says something, and then Maya Moore says something. It was like, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh. It was something else, and the girl was like, uh, bitch, shut the fuck up. It's fighting words to me. I don't know who she's talking to. But I need that type of shit in WNBA. Like, they're all too cool with each other. Like, I know it's a woman empowerment kind of thing. I don't want to see that. When they're competitors, I want to see them talking. You don't get why do WNBA players not talk shit to each other like out like in public like NBA players? I don't do. know, but I'm fall, I fell in love with like five of them. Maybe because like they're all trying to push the game forward. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. don't let the progress <laughs> get you out of talking shit. You're I'm, you're a competitor. I'm going to spell her name out because I know I can't pronounce it right, but she is absolutely she plays on the Indiana Fever. It's K Y S R E. I don't know if it's. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. But uh, it's Gondrich. G O N D R E Z I C K. Yeah, I'm not even going to act like I know who that is. Bruh. I don't, Hold on. I'm going to see you this. I, I watch WNBA games, but you, not enough. <laughs> I want you to see. And then, of course, you know my girl from Vegas. Asia Wilson? No, you like. Uh, no, you like the you, big Australian. You're one. you're intruding on. No, there's no intruding. You're, you're intruding. We've been here. We can fight. I will happily Liz, fight Liz, you. Liz, Liz I will happily fight you for big fine. Liz Cambridge. Yeah. You know what time it is. I've had the biggest thing for Skylar Diggins back in the day, though. Oh, everybody do. Oh man, <laughs> I remember when Lynn Wade was trying to they, shoot a shot. They had shit with Skylar Diggins when she was at Notre Dame. Yes. That's when I first saw her. And I remember they were in town uh, for their uh, NCAA tournament. They were in Norfolk. And I was like, oh, man. I said, you know, she right here. Let me go just, you know. Try to get curved. Yeah. I was driving to Mercury then, though. So I, 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 <laughs> at the time, I had more money than her. But, yeah. <laughs> Could just pulled up. Hey, Skylar, what's happening? She played security. security. <laughs> you you want to go do Mars right quick? <laughs> Get some ice cream. I can't afford. There's a cookout across the street. If you, oh my god, was it a cookout there then? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh man, who do you think is going to make it to the finals? I'm rooting. You rooting for the Suns, ain't you? I'm rooting for a Suns Hawks final. Just because I'm not quite done calling Giannis a fraud. Well, he can still go to the finals and, and I, then fraud out. I can't. I can't call you a fraud when you're in the finals. 
I can't. I can't. They still do it to Carl Malone. That's fun. But we call, let's be real. We don't call Carl Malone a fraud because of his basketball ability. Oh, yeah. We, we're talking about it's his everything else. personal life. Yeah. I don't have nothing for Giannis's personal life. For all I know, he is an upstanding, great person. I think he sends money back to, like, <laughs> like his Nigerian hometown. Or yeah. Like, like, he's just too good. So I can't call him a fraud because of that. And he put his brothers on to NBA contracts. Yes. So I can't call him a fraud. He's, the, he's like, let's keep it real. He's a real one. But being damn, damn near seven foot with limited basketball ability, it seems. Yeah, I can get the fraud jokes off. When... Okay, with Giannis, do you think he's just too nice of a player? No. I don't think he's. I think the things that are hurting him are the same. Well, it, it looks like the same things that are hurting him are the things that hurt Blake Griffin. Where it was like he needs to be just a little bit meaner in the paint. Like he needs to dunk on you and your grandma. And I feel like See, he's more of a passive He does like I I've seen he does that. That's what I'm he saying. Just he does, does it. it. But when he does, it's like he takes over the game and it's like, he, damn, this is the honest that he doesn't have all the other tangibles that he would need. Like when you when you can bully yourself to the paint at, at will, you need to be a really good passer too. You need to be a really good you you need to develop out that's what drives me crazy. Like as a professional basketball player, why are you not working on your craft so much that you don't have an outside shot yet? And I'm not talking about you raining threes from half court like Dame in them. You should be able to hit long twos consistently. They should not be able to just lag off of you <laughs> whenever you stop your dribble. But do you think that maybe it's because, you know, Chris Middleton, he's getting his shit off. But why can't Giannis get his too? But Giannis can get his off in the paint. He but can easily be dominant in the paint. Imagine if he didn't even need to touch the paint. If, if you're going to be that Sp- big, I need for you to have a post move now, too. Yes, go to the post. But the spacing would be ridiculous. I agree. Dallas had that for years with, with, uh, Dirt. with Dirt. Yes. yes. Unfortunately, there was a lot of pieces around him that just didn't complement. But when Dirk was at the three-point line, it was, like, hard. Like, I used to hate that because Tim had to go all the way out there and guard him mm-hmm. at times. Now, it's like, Tim, what are you doing out there? Now, imagine, now, let, let's like, Anthony Davis, when he's healthy, it gets on my damn nerves because he swears he's a shooting guard. But he could hit threes at a consistent rate. Now, it's very difficult when you're, whoever your big is, guarding me, has to travel out to the three-point line with me. Even Embiid has a relatively good three-point shot now. That's work. If I can see, if I'm watching Embiid do this shit, see, I think that's the problem too. There's too many of his contemporaries, big men, who are doing things, and he doesn't seem like he's trying to get I'm going to say the past 15 years is slowly morphed. Jokic. Well, not slowly. Just just 15 years of big men actually shooting more outside. You know what? You know what happened, right? When all those European dudes was like, "Oh, we could play over there too." Oh, it was easier for them because I think the courts are bigger over there. The and maybe there's like a whole bunch of other shit. Maybe holding niggas' families ransom over there for you not <laughs> playing basketball well. But those European dudes came over, and some of the players in the NBA. 
arrogantly was like, we can't learn anything from you. You're crazy. Well, one, you're going to have to learn something because I think the Olympics play the European rules. Yeah. Well, and if you want to be the on European, team USA, the European leagues, they all play the international basketball. Yeah, but most yeah. of those are like European. Those aren't yeah. American. Yeah. But, th- but why not bring something that clearly works? And I think that's why the Spurs, I love my, I love my Spurs, but I think that's how the Spurs got off all them years. It was because they got all those players, European from, players, or, and Spanish or, and French, yeah, 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 and, yeah, and they all played those rules, so it was easier for them. Like the Euro step wasn't even a thing before. It's, it's, don't people understand? Like the reason why Luca could come right over and immediately have a huge impact on the game over here is because international basketball might be ahead of. Well, it, it is ahead of the NBA, and I, we're only one year in. I think that might help LaMelo out a bit, too. Yes. When he went over there. Yes. Because he learned quick. Hey, all that shit I was doing back home. And he was a little nigga over there. All that shit I was doing back home, it ain't going to work. Yeah. And they play, when they're fouling and shit over there, that's 90s NBA fouling right there. Yeah. They were busting LaMelo's ass. And he was like, okay. But, yeah, they need to, like, Giannis, you're a European player. (laughs) Like, you're from Greece. By way of Nigeria, what's what's the problem? That just to me that looks like, oh, I'm not really expanding my game. Which is what niggas yelled at Dwight Howard for years for. I, I think Dwight Howard fell on that same Blake Griffin. He was just too nice of a guy. Yeah, yeah. He liked to joke and dance before the games. When like I that. saw Shaq on the court. I knew what Shaq was as a personality. I knew about oh, yeah. Zam and all that stuff, and he was a funny guy. In but he, when he got but I knew court, when he was on the court. Yeah, it was all for that. It was Kevin Durant when he was on the court. We aren't friends. We're battling, and I feel like with Giannis to be that man that size, you should really be. And, and with his ability, even though we sort of said it's limited. Be, he should be imposing his will. Be, be a villain for a little while. It worked wonders for LeBron. Yeah, a heel turn doesn't hurt. When LeBron went full heel in Miami, oh, my God, that was the scariest LeBron I think we've seen. And then the face turn with Cleveland afterwards. But you gotta and get now your, we love him. You now gotta, he's in Space Jam. You got to get your heel work off first. Do a Roman Reigns. We're going to get to the heel turn. We're going to get to them real heel turns in a second. But, you know, Giannis. I think you get your coach fired. That helps. Even if y'all win the championship, like, yo, we this wasn't off of him. No, nah, see, if they win the championship, that's going to be fool's gold, and they're going to get that motherfucking extension. <laughs> hey, he's horrible. Kevin Durant's big toe gave Budenhauser at least one year extended on his contract. At least a year. Now, If that was a three instead of a two, yeah, he wasn't making it on a team playing back to Milwaukee. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this right now. This series that we're about to see. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. I think, hey. You think Trey will get the shit off? I, I, I think it's more even than people think. Yeah. Size-wise, they're oh, yeah. a very similar team. Because, one, Milwaukee, they got, some, they got some killers on that team, okay? 
They do. They got to find an answer for Trey. They got to find an answer for Trey. And I've seen two different teams do two different things for Trey, and it has not worked. They got. It may have worked for a game, but. They got Capella and John Collins in the lineup together. That's a problem. And then Bogdanovich, who, if you remember, was supposed to be a buck this season. And then the, I think, Atlanta's bench might give him a slight edge. If Lou will, if Lou will take over a game off the bench, oh, Milwaukee's going to be in hell. Hell. I'm really excited to see that. I did love the game, uh, the Suns game yesterday, though. Oh, yeah. I was afraid of how that was going to go just because, you know, Chris Paul is out for a while with, uh, with or he tested I positive, but I think he should be I think be he'll good. be back for game two. He should be good. Because they were saying if, if the Clippers series had gone to seven, he would have been good for game one. So I think game two, he'll be fine. He'll be there. Um, They're still bullshitting around the Kawhi shit. So what is it? Was it ACLs? What was They're it? not saying. They're just saying he has some kind of knee injury. They fear it might be ACL, but they haven't said anything about being ACL yet. And they keep ruling him out you, game by game. You know why they're doing this, right? To keep his uncle from saying, I want out. Because, you know, his he, uncle always be lurking. He could do that anyway. He, he's unrestricted free agent this year. <laughs> and oh, that was a good game, though. I think it's going to be a good series. If any of the series goes seven, which I pray for because I just want more basketball, I think the Clippers and the Suns could do it. I think they might They might go seven. But if 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 Devin Booker goes nuclear of the series, ain't no game seven. Ain't no game seven. If he, if he with Chris Paul in and he starts playing out of his mind, yeah, if Chris Paul is there. As soon as Chris see that, Chris knows exactly what to do just to keep it going. Because Chris Paul found a fountain of youth in the last series. No, he just, he'd be fine. He'd be finding young shooting guards. <laughs> that too. He stay around a good young shooting guard now. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for Suns Hawks. But, honestly, anybody but the Clippers. Tyrone Lou said... Lakers fans should be rooting for the Clippers. Tyrone Lewis, idiot. Here's one thing we all know for sure. Well, no, we can't even say that anymore. We can't say it anymore. What? Because if the Bucks go all the way, they already won a championship. That was back in the 70s. Well, not since the merger. But that was back with Kareem. Well, he wasn't Kareem then. He was still Lou. That was before. Yeah. They said none of these teams have won since the merger. But the other three teams don't have a championship. And I was going. To, well, I was going to say at, at least we'll know that one of these teams teams will finally get their first championship. But I still count Milwaukee shit as their first because if pre merger, that, that doesn't. They still count those though. That shit don't count for shit. They still count those. That's why y'all got so many. That's why the Celtics got so many. That's they count all those pre merger shit. You want to take? You want to get rid of them? I'll, I'll make a phone call. Get rid of our. Get rid of the shit that we got. Get rid of the shit the Celtics got. It still makes us about even. Or it might give us the edge. Yeah, I think y'all might lose, like, that might be double-digit championships. I mean, who is it hurting? I don't know. But 
you know, the only sport that we really like do this with, where it's like before and after, is is football. Yeah. All the championships you had before the Super Bowl, it doesn't matter. It does not matter at all. We count Super Bowls over here now, son. So take that. Green Bay. Fuck Cleveland. Philly. All of the teams that played the regular season in mud, literally, nah, none of that works. All right, so I'm pulling up the information here. Are you looking up the number of championships before the... Since the merger, yeah. Oh, yeah, if... uh, Okay, so if they did number of championships by team... Number of championships by team since the 77 NBA-ABA merger. Okay? Mm-hmm. The Lakers would have 10. The next team would be the Bulls with six. Wow. The Celtics would drop to four. Damn, they'd be below us? Yes, y'all have five. Yeah. God damn. And then the the Pistons, Heat, the Pistons, Heat, Warriors would have three. Rockets would have two. And then Cavs, 76ers, Raptors, Wizards, Mavericks, Supersonics, and the Trailblazers would all have one. Everybody else would have zero. Shit, make the phone call. I don't like the boss Celtics away. So I don't, I don't, I don't mind. Take, take away seven of our championships. Go for it. We'd still, it wouldn't be no, we're tied for the most. We'd have the most by a, a, a very comfortable margin. I want to move along to the uh, NCAA because the Supreme Court just ruled today um, that I want to make sure I get the wording on this right. It says, this is by the New York Times. The Supreme Court backs payments to student-athletes in NCAA case. The NCAA argued that the payments were a threat to amateurism and that barring them did not violate antitrust laws. So then, uh, do you remember Brett Kavanaugh at all? Yeah. The guy who cried over beer? Mm-hmm. Well, he dropped this gem. Uh, I don't know why, but I, I loved it. He says, nowhere else in America can businesses get away with agreeing not to pay their workers a fair market rate on the theory that their product is defined by not paying their workers a fair market rate. And under ordinary principles of antitrust law, it is not evident why college sports should be any different. The NCAA is not above the law. He makes good points there. I know, it was weird. We're, we're agreeing I know, with... I know. I know. But a good point is a good point. Because everybody else gets paid except for the most important people in college sports. Coaches get paid handsomely. The athletic directors get paid handsomely. Everybody gets paid. College players can't take a suit from somebody or they're ineligible.
um, this article goes on to say the longer term concern for the NCAA is enough is if enough justices and federal judges join with Justice Kavanaugh, which he could easily pull that off. It could only be a matter of time before all of the NCAA's restrictions on compensation are struck down as antitrust violations. Mm -hmm. And that right there, let me tell you, will start leveling the playing field. Because if all your colleges could offer a competitive rate for athletes, then there's no, there's no benefit to going to one school over another. I can tell you right now, what, with these coaches dropping out, like retiring, Coach K, uh, uh, Roy Williams, there's, there's some more cream of the crop coaches that's going to retire. They're the ones that are keep getting these kids to go to these schools. The reputation of the school is these kids don't give a fuck about how Duke has been or how good UNC was. They care about other shit. Man, they... they all right, Kevin. Oh, he tore into them. He said the labels cannot... The labels cannot disguise the reality. The NCAA's business model would be flatly illegal in almost any other industry in America. All of the restaurants in a region cannot come together to cut Cook's rages on the theory that customers prefer to eat food from low-paid cooks. <laughs> Law firms cannot conspire to cabin lawyers' salaries in the same in the name of providing legal services out of love of the law. Price fixing labor is price fixing labor. God damn it, Kavanaugh. Yeah, that nigga. <laughs> yeah, I got root for you on this one. He was <laughs> he was dropping knowledge, boy. And it's crazy because and even like if you're after it gets caught up doing shit like that. It hurts your draft stop. Here we go. We just got to um, the pricing breakdown of like yearly salaries for certain people. The president of the NCAA earns nearly $4 million a year. Mm. Commissioners in the top five conferences, so that's like ACC, SEC, yeah. all of them, take home between two to $5 million. College athletic directors, $1 million. A football coach, mm. and you hit on this just, just a few seconds ago, and just power five can go as high as $11 million. That includes your SEC. No, yeah, you know Nick Saban is, a, is in that $11 million range. Nick Saban? What's the, what's the boy's name from LSU? Uh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Les the Rajan Cage. No, 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 no. Les he ain't been there in years. Uh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. With the though. horse voice. Yeah. But the range is from 11 million and the lowest in the Power Five is 2.5 million. So that's in the Power Five. That's the lowest a coach is being paid on a yearly like, salary is 2.5 million. That's crazy because your coach is making more than their bosses are. Where does that happen? Ever. That the coach of the team is answering to a person that they make sometimes two times more than.
but the the dudes out there risking CTE and blown out knees and all this other shit don't get a dime. Here's the thing. You can't even remember last year we talked about this, about them when they brought it up, just the whole paying athletes and they're starting to... Mm-hmm. I made the mistake of thinking that these college athletes can get jobs. How would they get a job? Well, I'm saying, like, during, like, whenever their offseason is, like, especially for, like, the lower, not football and, and basketball and stuff. I'm talking about, like, the softball players or the mm-hmm. swimmers and stuff. I was thinking maybe they can get a job at, like, McDonald's or something, have a little money in their pocket. They can't. They can't even get, I'm reading this, the NCAA has argued that paid internships pose particular hazards because they could involve unlimited sums. They got to be careful of gifts from family members they get. Like everything, everything in their life, they have to double check because it might mess up their um, eligibility. And I don't think you can come back from that kind of suspension. Mm. You're just done. And with football players, they got to stay longer. Even your top, the best freshmen in the country have to stay, what, two, three years? How long did Trevor Lawrence stay? He was in school for three years, right? Mm-hmm. So they had to play. Their top prospects have to play three times as long as the top NBA prospect. So they got to deal with that for three years before they could even whiff some money. And then I never like I didn't like because you know how the NBA's draft shit goes. You can, you can, um, what's the word? You can put yourself in the draft. And if you don't get drafted, you could go back to school if you're an NBA and the NCAA for basketball. If you put yourself in a draft in football and you don't make it, you're just out. You're just done. There's no, there's no second chance for that. You're done playing professional football as soon as you uh, say, I'm, I'm going into the draft. You're done, so you're, you're done playing collegiate football. We see in here, most students sti- or receive stipends in a range of $400 to a grand. It all depends on the level of their scholarship. So if it's a full ride, I'm guessing you get the grand. If you're yeah. like a walk-on or something, they give you like 400 But that is a weekly stipend. So that goes for like food, basically, um, if you need to get soap and shit, but that's it. That's your cut. That's your cut of making this college millions of dollars. You can't Which, use your name. Basically, that stipend is unemployment. Basically, because you can't go out and just sign autographs using name. We found that out in Ohio State. Even afterwards, because mm-hmm. there's some writing uh, in the contracts because you're supposed to like sign a contract over. 
to the NCAA before you even play like a scrimmage. They own your likeness forever. Mm-hmm. That's in wording. That's like that's that's why they like the whole beef with them having the NCAA football. Players weren't seeing a dime of that that EA money, but was using them on the cover. Reggie Prominently, Bush, Reggie Bush on the cover, and I say Reggie Bush because he's probably the biggest. And when this shit goes, like when this shit blows over, they got give him his Heisman back. Give him and a full apology. Yep. But the that, way y'all demonize him on the streets. That'll never happen. I, uh, we know better. USC might. But the NCAA will never. Yeah. And they probably US, will never give him that Heisman back. USC will probably be like, oh, we acknowledge all of your records and shit again. But he'll never get his Heisman back. And he didn't lose it from like PEDs or anything. He was just giving money back to his folks. I've, that he I've never heard of Reggie Bush taking anything, even being suspected of taking anything. He's probably one of the cleanest players in the history of college sports. Now, we talk about baseball. We found out those motherfuckers were juicing from high school. It was getting it from the coaches. It is what it is, man. I just hope that these kids can finally get paid for, for, for making. It's got to be fair. Like Everybody gets paid except for them. Boosters yeah. get money. Hey, there's too many motherfuckers that are cashing in on the University of Alabama football program that don't play football for the University of Alabama. And I say play football. None of those coaches are lining up and taking snaps on Saturdays. And that's, that's horrible. And God forbid they blow their knee out. They're not going to the league. Or if they do make it still, they've lost significant amounts of money. I, Millions. I think I brought up this stat when we were talking about the college football season when it was about to drop, about how Auburn goes from being the ninth largest city in the state of Alabama to at least – Every other Thursday or every other Saturday during the season, it's the third largest city in the state. Mm. The population double, like quadruples, mm-hmm. just for one thing. And you mean to tell me that all this money that because there's money coming in, there's no way you have all these people coming into one city and there's no money, and they're only coming for one thing. It's not like they're coming to Tumor's Corner to get the lemonade. They're coming to see the football. You know, when I knew this shit was really. Really wicked when niggas started having professional entertainers at their basketball nights, like that. They're like their midnight, yeah, night to start like the when Drake off. would be at Kentucky and shit. That and then they motherfuckers just perform. Like, how how you got the Migos performing? Who paid for that? Now and they got it's got to go before college now too. These niggas showing up Sierra Canyon games now because of Bronny. That's not regular. Now, I know they're not getting paid to be there. But the school is benefiting off of that. And it's a private school. I'm sure LeBron James plays a a handsome amount for his kids to go to that school. Something got to give, man. 
I shouldn't be seeing Drake and fucking all these people at Sierra Canyon games. At, and it was like that when Bro was and in school, too. And it's not even like they're in the stands with people. They're courtside. They're courtside. Like, it's a real you NBA reserve, game. You reserve them seats. And Drake don't have it's no... like you see them walk in and the people in the stands like, oh, shit, that's Drake. Drake don't have no goddamn kids in that school. How's he just there? <laughs> He'd be there without LeBron sometimes. Yeah, I think when he was there the last time they yeah, showed him, he was, it was there with Michael without, B. Jordan. And... And no LeBron in sight. Nigga, how the fuck? Y'all are okay with random adults just being on your your campus? That's nuts. Well, AAU got its own, like... Well, that's not even AAU. But I'm just saying, like... Like, I know AAU is just a fucking... It's it's bedlam. It's just do whatever the fuck. Oh, man. AAU. You want to talk about the NCAA. If they ever do something on the AAU... Oh God! Shit, that's a whole yeah. That's a whole another, that's a whole another podcast. Like, like you. <laughs> but hey, on the same same travel baseball. Oh yeah, same kind of thing. You could do baseball. Nigga, if you basketball, if you are not a recruiter um, for a, a university, there's no reason you should be at a high school basketball game if you, nobody that. Is in your family goes there. I know with football, it all depends on where you are. I know here, there was when when Percy was here, there was a lot mm-hmm. of fuck shit over that. And Lancetown actually, which was supposed to be like the powerhouse, ended up getting screwed in that. Um, Ocean Lakes got caught up in some shit like that. But there was a lot of shit with, that said Percy didn't live in Lancetown. No, he didn't. Anywhere. He didn't live in the district lived, at lived, all. Lived in Chesapeake. He lived nowhere near. He lived nowhere near Princess Anne. He used some cousins' addresses because I knew some of his cousins. I'll say this much. His mother used to babysit my little sister, and we would always go to her house. And I'm like, why are we? I thought they lived in Rock Creek. No. 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 Somebody else over here lives in Rock Creek. But when the news dropped, he was already at Florida, so it was like... This was all right, man. This is we gonna have to give you this because y'all cheated to those or those state championships. But like, even there, like we can't even. Nothing about any of this stuff is not without I, being. Like, and I, we could tell y'all from being. Lanstown winning state championships was a huge deal at the time because that was only they were like brand new state champions were only coming from North Virginia at that time. There were well, the ones that were recognized, the ones we recognized. I think it was like different levels. It was like two A, three A, and I think we were three A. When we talk about the state champ, we're talking about the only one that matters. Yeah, we niggas in the seven five seven weren't sniffing that. Well, they were they, not in, not Virginia Beach. No, no, Virginia Beach wasn't getting. Yes, it. not Virginia Beach. I'm sorry, Norfolk not was getting it. Chesapeake was probably getting it. Hampton was definitely getting them. Uh, or at least getting there. What I mean is getting just yes. to the playoffs and shit. But, yeah, because niggas from Prince George's County would come down to Virginia and play because it was easier for them to get on that way. And mm-hmm. then all of that got thrown out. Like, all that got fucked over. And so then the 757 had their time to shine. And then it was like, oh, man, last town. You... And then I don't know how they got because they, redish- they rezoned all the sports things reclassified yeah. everybody. So everybody it's all like mixed up now. Yeah. Cause we used to be the South district. So now like certain schools, like they'll play schools in Chesapeake and Hampton and shit now too, which is weird to me. 
that's like y'all doing too much now. Y'all trying to do like Florida and Texas, but those schools districts like all, the majority of the schools in Texas are play out of like the same district. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you got to think about the money that's behind it too. Like I remember going to a Hampton Phoebus game one time. Oh yeah. And you would have thought you was at a college stadium and motherfuckers was like fighting in the stands. Like people were betting. Like it was, and this is high school football. This is public school football. This isn't like a private school versus a private school. This isn't like, oh, these are the top prospects coming in the country. Like, this is a five-star detail. Like, none of that. It was just Hampton Phoebus. hmm On a regular-ass Friday night. Speaking of, we got to go to, I think I want to go to Kinshaw again this year. This coming school year. Who? You want to go to homecoming? Yeah, homecoming. All right. I don't want to go to no regular. I want to go to a homecoming game. I used to love when we played Kellum at Kellum. Because I used to like sit over with the Kellum kids mm-hmm. and find out where all the house parties were. My man put me on. It was a running, running back for Kellum High School. We did uh, When we did official for a day, me and him were swapped up. We were paired up when I was at Kellum. He put me on to a lot of stuff over there. Yeah. I appreciate him. Shout out to him. I can't remember what his name was, but I'm talking, uh, about, old, I'm talking about before they moved. Yeah, now it's what? What is it? Uh, Virginia Beach High School or something like that, or middle school or something like that? Is is not? I'm talking about the old Kellum. The new Kellum is like a fucking airport. I don't. Do they have school at the, at the old Kellum still? Yeah, it's like a middle school now. Oh, I didn't know because they still got the old stands up. You can still see. You can still read Kellum at the top of the old stands. Yeah, I don't see. I don't. I don't ever go over there, so I, I didn't know they had anything. I I do. The school was still standing. I didn't know they had more. But People yeah, Kellum, and then uh, I had a little something, something over at Cox for a minute. She was, uh, she would put me on, you know, nice little hookup, you know what I'm saying? Go over there, you know, me and my boy Eric, because he went to Kellum, you know. I used to uh, use all the SCA girls from the different schools oh. to get on. Because oh. I, uh, I was a citywide Oscar. Oh. See, I use DECA connections. So I, I had those too. <laughs> I had, you know, in marketing, I used my DECA connections. Used, used all that. I used to throw up a little diamond and stuff. Like we were Rockefeller. Oh my God. The DECA diamond. Nigga, all that pink, y'all. <laughs> y'all was AKAs. <laughs> hey, look. My uncle. Come on, little Q dog, right? Like, what the fuck? That <laughs> school's got fraternities now? I was like, no. He's like, why are you dressed like a male AKA? And I looked, and I said, oh, shit. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, shit. I thought I was, and I was, styling, I had the, the blazer on and shit. I was, I was happy, and me <laughs> ruined no, my you, day before I even got to the school. You was Mr. Bitches. <laughs> Boy, I had on hard bottoms. Oh, shit. I think they were loafers. You got socks on? God bless. Yeah, you ruined my night. <laughs> I think I just chilled in the school store for like forty minutes, and I just left. So you know what? You know what? My oh, I think my my eleventh grade year. This nigga Jay Z. It was tenth or eleventh grade year. Is when niggas Jay Z wanted to wear button ups. So, so niggas showed up to school in September with button ups. Man, I hated this nigga. It's like you know, I got all these button ups. That was hot as a bitch. Nigga, I had the button ups with the cufflinks on them. 
some with some regular jeans and some the matching Air Forces or Jays, whatever. Nigga, I swore I was changing clothes. Change clothes and go. Nah. Our button-ups and his button-ups were different. <laughs> the places we were going in these button-ups were extremely different. But we were idiots. We were like, yeah, let's let's do button-ups this year because Jay is, you know, Jay do a button-up. I bet. So we doing. September. It's 90 degrees. We <laughs> niggas sweating. Yeah, because it don't really cool down in Virginia until, like, November. Niggas, niggas was trying to be Jay-Z. We was Nelly. <laughs> oh, boy. God damn you, Sean Carter. God bless him. What else we got, man? We've, we've, we've stumbled down. We heard the Migos. We heard the Migos at the party on Saturday, or at least parts of it. It was. Uh... I listened to the whole thing. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, take off is that dude. I told you. Take off my favorite take Migos. Off that dude. All take off want to do is sell drugs and rap. And he was floating too. The whole album. This was like, all right, we got to do album. All right. Quavo offset too busy with it. Well, Quavo was too busy with his superstar girlfriend. But. I actually was hoping that Quavo would sort of get some shit off, you know, with the whole sweetie deal. And I thought maybe he would. There was a couple bars in there that I heard. I feel like they were doing this album before all of that went down. No, nah, I think he. I think there was a couple. There was a couple bars that he probably. They probably did those tracks after, that he snuck in, but it wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah, take off that dude. No, take take off. Been like, oh, it's it's time for us to go back in the studio. I'll come there. Take off is probably on. He probably be on his Ralph Tresvan shit, and he'd be in the studio while they be partying. <laughs> Y'all going? All right, I'm going to be right here. Get back. A third of the album is done because Takeoff done did all his tracks. Uh, I see you doing rollout time. I meant to tell you this last week. Uh, so there's another show that's, that's actually really popular called the 85 South Show. And it's with Carlos Miller, DC Young Fly, and Chico Bean. And... Usually their stuff is more of like their standard routines and stuff when they're on the road and they do a lot of improv, obviously because they're on Wild and Out. Mm-hmm. But since a co- since COVID or whatever, they've been in a studio like in a like a, a nice um, studio setup in Atlanta, and they do the show that way for YouTube. And so they just decided since you know Charlemagne swept them up and put them on his little podcast network that they would have weekly. Uh, guest and so T-Pain was one of the guests and first of all he's fucking hilarious on the show but he had dropped or he didn't drop he played a sample of a song that had been leaked or not a sample but like a little clip of a song that had been leaked back in the day that was supposed to be him Usher and Michael Jackson oh and when I tell you, now apparently this happened, obviously this happened before Mike passed. But T-Pain had talked about going to Mike's house or whatever to talk about like putting the music and stuff together. And he played the track for Mike and Mike loved it. And so he was going to put vocals to it. And two days later, the song is leaked on the internet and Mike pulled out. And the person who leaked it was the person who was singing Mike's part. Hmm. Like they call them the um, the source or whatever, because 
you know how people make demos. They don't really sometimes sometimes they don't use their voice. They'll use another singer. Yeah. And so you can hear what you're supposed to. The person who was singing Mike's part leaked it online. Mm. But when I heard it, because you hear Usher, Usher's part, like he already laid down his track. T-Pain laid his shit down. And then you hear what Mike was supposed to do. Yeah, T-Pain would have got him out of paint with that track. This is when this is when T-Pain was T-Pain. Mm. This is when Three Rings came out. Oh, man. The, I think the... Just think about that. The now. music industry as a whole owes T-Pain an apology. And when you look at just all the music that he made, even in that time span, we'll just go off of features. Come um, on, man. So I hate to digress somewhere, but I just saw a tweet that uh, the Las Vegas Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib came out as gay. So he's currently in the NFL. He, I think he starts. I think he's the starting defensive end for the Raiders. But that'd be the first person that was like active in the NFL. Yeah. Huh. And he donated a uh, hundred thousand to the uh, the Trevor Project, and that's a suicide prevention organization for LGBTQ. I hope I said that right. LGBTQ. Yep. TQ youth. So that's dope. Good for him. I think. I, I think we're going to start having more people we come will, out in sports. Not as soon as we think, though. No, 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 no. It's probably going to be another decade before we have because you got to think about how long it took for us to get from like now to when. Yeah. My man's from uh, Missouri came out. Yeah, but he sucked. Yeah, I mean, player ability is one thing. But well, I'm no, just but, saying, just, but I think that has everything. When you when you're a, a player that you I think he was like a Michael fifth, Sam a, he was a uh, linebacker I believe he was like a fifth or sixth round draft pick he was linebacker defensive end or something like that. Well, now they call him Edge, but he was he wasn't good. Now I think if he had been good, it would have been more people coming out. Yes, if somebody like and I'm just using random if somebody like Patrick Mahomes came out and said I'm gay. Yeah, if Lamar Jackson came out to being gay, that would, yeah, maybe push the timeline up. Now I believe this dude is a, a pretty good player. Not, I, I'm not familiar with him. I, I guess I can look him up real quick. But here's the deal: because I remember when the Michael Sam thing happened, and everybody was like, "Well, do you want him in your locker room? Do you want him taking a shower with you?" Da da da, and. I can't remember the player. He's not with the Cowboys anymore. But he goes, hey, man, look, I've been in the league for a few years now. You can tell who's what. We play with more gay players than you think of. Like, but a lot of them come out afterwards because they're afraid of that whole stigma of now they only see or they they, they think I'm over here scheming and plotting and, mm-hmm. you know, is a locker room, but I, I think now a lot of the players are like, I don't, I don't care. As long as you show up and do what you're supposed to do. Uh, so he is, he's the backup defensive end for the Raiders, which is still 
I mean, that's still that's that's still better than what Michael Sam was at the time. Um, but yeah, I think it's become more and more. I think more minds have become open about this. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that there are not people out there that are still phobic of gay people. But strides are being made. Now, I'm not gay. So, speaking on this, um, I guess it shows my privilege as a, a straight male because I don't deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have other reasons why people don't like me for no for no real reason being black i'm not gay so i don't i don't know how big it is right now uh how how bad it is out there for gay people i do want to know his inspiration behind coming out though yeah because he said i was reading he said he says it's usually pretty private um Mm -hmm. because a lot of guys don't come out like i said they don't come out till after they're done with the league they're retired they're living a comfortable life um so I do want to know, like, if something triggered him, like a, a kid maybe in his neighborhood committed suicide, and he's like, no, I can't go through this anymore. You know what would be the best thing to happen for this? If the media doesn't talk about it. Or if they do talk about it, they talk about the, re- like, what he's donating to. Yeah. I don't I don't need but every I don't media want them member he's gay. asking him. He he's He's the backup defensive end. He probably very rarely talks to the media. I don't think that should change. Like, if you're going to bring him up, bring up the awareness that he's trying to bring. Yes. When when it becomes a distraction is when every fucking body from ESPN, NFL Network, and CBS, and every everybody else that talks about sports. Yeah, on a slow news day, they decide wants to, to talk. Decide wants, wants to ask him questions about anything not pertaining to football. Because I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to answer any questions about him being gay. He just wants to answer questions about football. Because that's not, yes, who he's with is a huge part of his life. His orientation is a huge part of his life. But in the thick of what he's doing during the NFL season, I'm sure the last thing he wants to talk to strangers about is his sexuality. Well, at no point in time, and this is, I can say this about gay people, straight people, bisexuals, trans, it's none of our business. At all. Who you with. Y'all not asking everybody else in the league about the people that they're sharing beds with. If it's consensual, everybody's safe, it's none of our business. Not None of us. And of age. And of age. Okay? It's none of our business. Oh, and... Because the NFL is just all over the place these days. You see Cole Beasley <laughs> got let go from the Bills. After he made that long, lengthy, yes. my body, my choice, I'm not putting a vaccine in me. Because mm-hmm. hmm. Yep. I mean, I'm all for people having their own opinions. But white people be the first people to say, hey, you're at work. <laughs> you shouldn't say things like that when you're at work. No, Cole Beasley should have shut the fuck up while he was at work. 
I wanted to get into Hell in a Cell, but I, I'm, I'm going to be real with you, D. I, I, I fell asleep. It was kind of boring. See, here's the deal with, with the pay-per-views now and the TV shows now. I, I haven't really watched much wrestling in the past few weeks. You tease me by showing me fans in the stadiums. So now, once you see real human emotion to certain things, mm-hmm. you actually hear. It's not doctored, you know, um, like the pop of the crowd and things. Mm-hmm. When you go back to the fake, I, it's like, no, I can't. It's like watching a show that's in front of a live studio audience and then hearing one of the laugh track. And it's like, no, oh, this, 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 this is sad. It's understandable. I don't really, like... Now, I think I the see. next pay-per-view is going to be in front of... Yeah, an actual, Manina Banks is in front of... Yeah. I know what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I understand it. But fans have become, yeah, at least at wrestling shows for WWE, they've, the last five, seven years or so, they've attempted to become the show. Stop cheering for... Stop yelling CM Punk's name out. He's not coming back. That's... But they do shit like that, and they want to become the show. I've enjoyed not even have to worry about them anymore and only focus on what's going on in the ring. I see where you're getting at. Which... Watching last night, it was actually pretty good. I I don't know. I watched the whole thing. I actually enjoyed, for the most part, the shit that was happening in the ring. Which you can't say that about most. W- I think the lowest point was the the Alexa Banks, Alexa Bliss, Shayna Baszler match. And that didn't need to happen. I but, think that's when I fell asleep. Which. I woke back up and I watched the rest of it. Totally understand it. I I didn't need that match. Totally understand it. I get it. But everything else in the ring was really fucking good last night. Um, Bianca Belair still is doing her thing. And that match with her and Bailey, that was a tough one. They was, Bailey was busting her ass. And I, I, I do like the fact that the two people who had never participated in Hell of a Cell... Hell in a cell. Mm-hmm. One. Well, they won, but they didn't win easily. Yeah. They didn't just go in there and just dominate. Oh, yeah. They actually got their asses handed to them. Yeah. Because Bobby Lashley was getting his ass whooped. Oh, yeah. For yeah. a majority of that match, they he were, was getting fucked up. Yeah. And he had his spurts, but Drew was busting his ass. I um, like that, though. I like how they're showing, oh, these people have participated in this match before. You I en- haven't. I enjoyed the, the the subtle storytelling with Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. With Especially Char- at the end. With Charlotte teaching her throughout the match. Especially at the end. Rhea pulling a shit where, oh, you, you could win the disqualification, but you ain't getting the belt. And Charlotte was like, I taught you well. I love that. that I was love amazing. the ending of that. That was great. That was great. That was beautiful. Um, I think Kevin Owens is about to take a little time. I think they're they're doing they're they're gonna write him off for a little bit, maybe. Um we talked about Roman Reigns, like how they changed his character and mm-hmm. how I fuck with that a lot. I'm gonna say the same with Sammy. Yeah. I love this yeah. version of Sammy. And you know what I I enjoyed that they moved the Roman Reigns match to Friday. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't watch it, 
because I was out with Charlotte for her birthday. But I read about like what that nigga said. Happy Father's Day to Ray. That he can Romy can do no wrong to me right now. At all. They're taking their time with the Usos though. We all know what's happening. Yes. We all know what's going to happen. Yes. But they're taking their time. It's a slow and and that and that's some of the shit that makes SmackDown better than Raw. I enjoy that Drew can't challenge Bobby anymore. Because that brings up somebody. Somebody else needs to, you know, wh- whether coming. it's Kofi or whether they bring Keith back. They're gonna bring no. They're gonna bring Kofi in, but you know who's gonna be that guy. They're gonna need somebody for SummerSlam. You know who that is, the big dog. And I think he's. And I think Paul Heyman is either gonna come over to Raw. Uh huh. Like like Roman's gonna kick Paul Heyman off. Like I don't need you. You're not family. No, mm-hmm. no, no. They're gonna have that big blow up. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, all right then. I'll go to my main. Mm-hmm. He comes back. Now you have Paul versus MVP. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have the two guys that are going to be in the ring talking. The, the shit. promos between them is going to be that's going to be fire. Yes, Summer's and then you fire. have the match that we've been waiting for since Bobby came back for SummerSlam. We've been waiting for this match for years, and it's finally going. And it's going to be for the title. And the best part is. They've protected Bobby so much that I couldn't 100% tell you who's going to win that match. I love it. Um, there were some other points of last night that I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, shit, no, I think, I, I think we hit them all. Because I think we, we talked about all the match. Yeah. But I think all in all, because if, I could, if, we, if we get a pay-per-view... Let's 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 be real. Hell in a Cell has become kind of a throwaway pay per view, and then they're moving it to June instead of in October, right before Money in the Bank, where they're getting a lot of fans back. It made it even more of a throwaway show. They used it to to not to not to get some feuds that needed to be done out of the way, which they did. Cool, but for a show like that, for me to only really have major gripe about one match. It's that's 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 pretty fucking good, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the Hell in a Cell last night. Um, I mean, it wasn't the most. Oh, I didn't see that coming. But I don't need the swerves all the time. I think that's yeah. where I think that's where WWE kind of paints itself into corners. Sometimes they try to they try to swerve just for the sake of swerving. I don't need it. If you're gonna finish, if this is gonna be because that's what usually Hell in a Cell is to burn the cool, to burn off the feud. It's done. If that's what they're using it for, beautiful. Let's get some fresh shit for for Money in the Bank and SummerSlam, and then I'm good. And that's what they, that, I think they accomplished all of that. My my main gripe with any of this for the major titles that is uh, is the actual Peacock app, um, because I didn't know what time shit was starting. And so at around 6.58 last night, mm-hmm. I went to turn over, and it says it will be starting in two minutes. So I thought it was starting at 7. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, uh, I'm going to go use the bathroom. I'll come back. I'll put the shit on. Started two minutes ago. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I need to refresh. No. The shit didn't start till 8, but the mm-hmm. thing didn't even show the pre-show. It didn't. It, there was no like pre-show. Like go. See watch that's because when I went, um, I think I 
popped it on between like seven thirty and eight. I knew it started at eight. And the pre show was on. And like, like, when I popped in, it was like the end of that bullshit match they had with fucking Beth Phoenix and not Beth Phoenix, um Natalia and Mandy Rose. So like the end part of that match was on. I can see how you got them mixed up. Yeah. But uh yeah, that's so I don't, um I don't know. But I, I got it on the phone. I got the phone app. Because I watched yeah, it because we, I wanted to watch I wanted to watch it and watch the game at the same time. Okay. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just watch it on the phone. I uh watched it on TV and then I watched the game on my phone. Mm-hmm. I was going back and forth. But it was just I was like, man, they, they got to work on this. Because it would be different if they had the pre show over here and then they had the main shit like the WWE had, app had. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even have that. Yeah, I don't know I don't know what's up with that. And I wasn't the only person that was going through that. Some people were getting puss in boots, like a picture of puss in boots, and it mm-hmm. was like something, some error. And then my just kept doing it. You know how to do like your event will start soon and they play the music and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah I just yeah. kept getting that graphic. So hmm. I was like, yeah, Peacock, y'all got to fix this. Well, that's weird. Well, I know you, got, you know how I love Money in the Bank. So they're talking about Becky Lynch coming back. For money in the bank because the first live with the, with the, I think that's what they've been waiting. I think they've been waiting to for fans to be back to bring some people back because they don't want to waste them for yeah. the Thunderdome. Uh, I heard Alistair was backstage because they've been talking about people backstage want him to come bring him back. Uh, probably because of the way he's handled everything. Uh, but I don't know. But I I, I I love Money in the Bank. <laughs> you think Braun's coming back? No. <laughs> no. I think you could do more with Alice than you can with Braun. No, I'm, I'm not saying take one or the other. I'm just saying because, you know, like a week before, he threw out that whole list of why he could never go to any other company. WWE is his home, and then they, they, they cut I think him. if they bring him back, he'd have to be accepting a lot less. Because from what I heard, the reason he wasn't, he was let go because he makes a lot of money. And it just wasn't worth the money he was being paid versus what he was bringing. Because, and let's be real, they put the title on him a few times and it just was lackluster, man. Yeah, he doesn't really. Like, he's a big dude. He doesn't bring anybody in. But, like, you pay Brock a whole bunch of money, but anytime Brock pops on the TV, your ratings are huge. I think what messed up Braun is they made they actually let him cut promos. That could be it, yeah. If he had had like a Paul Heyman or somebody like that, they cut them for him. I think a lot of that problem too was, because remember, he was in the Wyatt family for a little bit and then they broke them all up. I think if he would have been, if they would have kept the Wyatt family together for longer, because Bray was cutting the sh- and nigga, we, you know how we felt about Bray Wyatt, <laughs> about Bray Wyatt promos. When he was with the Wyatt family. So I think if they would have just let him marinate more with the Wyatt family, I think it would have been better. Probably should have stopped giving them little sorry-ass catchphrases too. Like, get these hands. And yeah. And then the tag team with the little kid really just, that didn't help. That didn't make anybody look good. Like, it was just weird. If they would have just kept him as... Let's see what Braun's going to destroy this week. 
Because a lot of, like, Stone Cold, a lot of watching week to week was to see what Stone Cold was going to do on Raw. Because when you heard the music, you knew somebody was getting a stunt. He was liable to do or say anything. If they would have kept Braun in that same kind of, and not saying that Braun was anything like Stone Cold, but Braun was showing up, flipping over ambulances and shit. That was when he was at his best. They got away from that, and I think a character like him, the chase is always better than him actually having a belt. That's why Big Show didn't have the belt a whole lot. He didn't really need it. But when he did, you, you, they was like, who could actually... And then you, you lessen them for whoever's going to beat them. Unless you do like... like that's why I, I, I've always loved the Money in the Bank cash-in. Because that was a lot of a lot of people. That was the only way they were going to beat certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just hope they do it better than they did last year. Like, don't try to experiment with shit like Otis. Don't. Okay, so the money, the actual match was actually all right. Yes, they were both fun the as hell. Ending to the men's Money in the Bank pissed me off. The women's was fine. Oscar, Oscar winning was, was, was great. Was, was, that was perfect. And then and, and then it added to it the next night when Becky was like, you go be a warrior, I'll be a mother. That just, I don't, that just got, I was like, man, look at this shit. Then Oscar was so, like, Oscar was so happy because they said that nobody knew that she was actually pregnant. So that was Oscar, like, literally finding out that she was pregnant for the first time and it was just a, maybe, WWE needs to, if they could get more genuine reactions like that, it would be better for everybody. But I don't need to see Otis big ass up there. Otis was never. I see what y'all tried to do with Otis. Because you let these internet trolls think, back y'all down into thinking that we actually fuck with him like that. We don't. We don't fuck with him like that. He was never a threat, even with with the briefcase. And then he was a good guy. He was a baby face. We just like the fact that his big ass could actually do the worm. Baby faces don't do, aren't supposed to do the, the dirty shit that the heels do. And usually that keeps them from using their briefcase correctly. Like it just, it just, it, it, no, don't do that again. But well, I, you I re- could do that type of magic, again, but just don't do that. Anymore. I read on Blue Report, they were like, Becky Lynch, Money in the Bank winner. Can't you see WWE printing Mother in the Bank shirts after? Miss Mother in the Bank. You, you can see they're going to get away from the man? I don't know. Because they, they were... They were they, that look, man, she was... She was kind of tough, man. She was... And nobody was, like, fighting her on that either. Listen, man. That was money. That was she was talking shit to everybody. She was talking shit to Conor McGregor. She was talking shit to everybody, dog. Printing money. That's what Vince McMahon was doing. I net like that was probably the closest to attitude era organic reaction from fans to some shit that I that we've seen. Come on, man. So they they want to get away and 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 and. I mean, I can still see them doing the man, but I can see them printing mother in the bank she got, or mommy in the bank. She got the personality. She's got the, the, the charisma and shit to pull it off. I'm she, not saying she can't pull it off, 
I'm just saying you want to you want to get away from the man now. No, I can see them still doing the man, but I can see them definitely doing. If she wins brother money in the bank, I can see them doing mommy in the bank shirts or something. But I, I'm she's always going to be the man. Do you think she's finally going to team up with Seth? No, they did full, that. Full, no, I mean like full time, like them mm-hmm. as a partnership. Because uh, because well, you know they, got, they have that whole thing about got, the, the, the couples dra- being on the same. They got shit. the draft coming, so they might put them back on the same thing because they're gonna be traveling again. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I would love to see her on Raw. I think I, and her, that's why I think she's going her against old girl. Oh, uh, Rhea. Yeah, that'll be that'll be fire. Yeah, and I think that's what she, she, they need her on Raw. Here's the, that's the funniest thing: SmackDown really don't need nobody. No, they don't. Because they'll take whoever you give them. SmackDown, SmackDown had us legitimately like interested in a Jinder Mahal world title reign. That that right there is case closed. I don't even. I really like if I go to Raw it's just to see if something happens. Like I might turn to it in a little bit just to see if somebody pops up. But, but yeah, I, I really do. I really would love to see her on Raw, and I would actually like to see Seth on Raw again. Because they don't need him over there in SmackDown. They don't, but you know what they're trying. They're going to try to do at some point. You know what they're going to try to do at some point. Just say it. Go ahead. No, 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 no. no just say it. You know what they're going to try to do. No, no. They can't have. They can't have these two on the same side, and them not wrestle each other. You know, just say it. Come on. Say it with me. Come on. Come on, Alex. Just say it. No, I, I say think, it. No, I think they can move past it, man. Say it. Say it. Say it. They don't need to do this. Say it. I refuse. You say, say it. it. No, you say it. Say it. No, you say it. Come on, man. You got it. Rollins Reigns. (laughs) Rollins Reigns. Now, I think, because they were teasing at that, but I think it would be great to have him go against Bobby Lashley. At at, uh, Survivor Series? Oh, you're talking about about, uh, Seth? Yeah. Yeah, they would. I think that would be a great situation there. Have Rollins come back. They'd have to turn them. We'll make that the package, though. Because if they, Becky comes well, back, if they put him back in Raw with Becky, they're going to turn him back. Yeah, and then he's the Monday Night Messiah, but it's to save us from this horrible Bobby Lashley reign that we had to deal with for the past few months. Da 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 da. Him and MVP can cut promos, right? Bobby Lashley's just in the back with the women. Because he's already got heat. He can create heat like Well, he's going to have to. Lashley's got to survive SummerSlam first. No, I'm just saying. If they decide. Well, they have, they can you easily, know, they have the draft like right after SummerSlam. Because Brock could easily be like, yeah, I'll, I'll put my man over. Because I'm pretty sure they're actually cool in real life. With both of their backgrounds and everything like that. But, like, say Lesnar puts him over. I'm just, I'm just. This, these are all hypotheticals. I'm not in that writer's room. I would love to be. But say Lesnar puts Lashley over, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like the upset because Brock 
dominates everybody. Mm-hmm. And then you have Seth Rollins come back. And then he goes, I'm sick and tired of seeing you, you da 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 Like, he could easily cut a nice little five-minute, like, to where that shit might be a shoot more than it would be a work. And, he could. And, and then we go, damn. And now we're actually interested in Survivor Series for the first time in, like, Or whatever, years. whatever, whatever shit is after SummerSlam. I don't know. I what, think that's Survivor Series. Well, that's, that's later. But I'm saying, like, build up to that. Because the way they're going now, they're actually doing the builds where it's in between the big four now. Yeah, they're actually. But they would have doing to doing better at that. It would if they were if they were going to do it, they would do it right after the draft, which is right after SummerSlam. Yeah. So that's in between. Build well, yeah, but the, the the first match would be that next pay per view. And then you have Bobby sort of ducking and dodging, and Seth is like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, where you at?" You know what the hell with it? Survivor Series. Because Survivor Series ain't until November. Yeah. So in between. That's slow build. You, they don't do that on Raw. <laughs> I understand. No, I I told you. I understand. They be but I'm to, saying now they're starting to get into that. They they can't slow build that for that long. They could try. I, I I would have liked for them to slow build instead of with Drew. I would have liked for them to do the Lesnar shit between uh, WrestleMania and SummerSlam because that would that would have been money in that that would have been just paying. That, yeah, but it wouldn't have been the money that they wanted to make from it because this whole Roman Reigns thing feels like a slow build for The Rock Cause to show up for uh, WrestleMania next year in L.A. I think he. I think he's knocking out Cena first in SummerSlam. Okay. Because they're talking about Cena having the main event thing for SummerSlam. Okay. And they're talking about Edge being back for SummerSlam. But I feel like this whole thing is so, just a slow build. So that's with Reigns is a slow build between him yeah, and yeah. The Rock. Yeah, with hopes that he can get The Rock and the, this next WrestleMania. Yeah. But and then there's a whole bunch of dominoes because. I don't know if Daniel Bryan is signed still or re-signed or what they're going to do with him. He ain't about to let him go nowhere. Exactly. And everybody was talking about him going to AEW Impact. He ain't he's about not. to go nowhere. So so that means he's going to Raw because he's not going to SmackDown because their storyline, he can't be on SmackDown anymore. So he's going to Raw. Edge. And he just put wifey in the Hall of Fame. He ain't about to go to another company. Edge is a Raw person. We've got a whole lot of baby faces coming back at some point. So I know right now we don't have a whole lot of baby faces on Raw to fight Lashley. But that changes in the next month or so. <laughs> well, at least at least Edge is coming back in the next month or so. What if they put Cena against Lashley? I don't think that's a big enough I know match. every I know everybody is going Reigns Cena for obvious reasons. I like to think I think Reigns Cena is the bigger match. I'm not I'm not disagreeing, but I'm just saying what if they decide mm, we need to put some more fire because Reigns, he can handle himself now. Mm. We need to put some more fire under the Lashley thing before we get Lesnar in. No, I think and then we save Lesnar for something else. Because I think they're going to, because they don't know if how many appearances are going to get from Cena. So I I do give him the Roman first. Um, don't I mean, I'm bringing up the Cena part just because it's like, ooh, we can have him be Cena, right? Because 
he's whoever seen is going up against he's putting him over. He's not there full time yeah. anymore. Um but he puts Lashley over. And then the whole thing about Lashley is nobody here can stop me. You even brought John Cena back to stop me. And then Brock Lesnar comes out. Now you have that. Well, That's shit. the only thing I'm seeing in that whole Cena situation. Well, shit. Um, well, shit. He's, he's not coming back to after Money in the Bank. So that takes Money in the Bank off the table. Um, but you see what I'm doing? Like, I, I understand the, Raymond, the, the Roman Reigns thing. I can see, I, I, yeah, that's a that's cool too, but I don't think they want. I don't think they want that. Which, because they don't need it for the bill for Brock Lesnar. He said that. he's he's he said Brock's name enough. They don't need no extra shit to to build him. They, he's ready now. <laughs> I just thought they would give him the type of build that they did with Drew McIntyre when he had his. That's all. I just thought they would do it the same way, but I mean. People have been ready to see well, them too. They're Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar go at it for a minute. It's a different kind of build when there's no Royal Rumble involved. Um, so, I mean, it's not a bad idea, but I don't see I don't see them because he don't really need it. And Roman, I mean, and I've taken all of this from the fact that these two people have said certain people's names numerous times. You could tell where WWE wants to go with these two people. They want Roman to take take on Cena at some point, probably SummerSlam. And then the end game, they want Roman to fight The Rock. The end game for Lashley, there's no anybody else. There's only one target for them for Lashley. And that's Lesnar. Lesnar. That's it. There's who else do you care about Lashley fighting? Who else is big a big money match now, for Lashley? If he, if he gets if he goes over, if Lashley goes over, who are we gonna After that? Yeah. That's See. That's why the Cena situation would make more sense to me, because that would give him more time. See, but then you have to wait what now I do like you said, Kofi being in between, I can see that being in between because they've been teasing that for a minute too. That's probably money in the bank. Yeah. Now if they didn't have a giant new football stadium with fans for SummerSlam, then I'd say, yes, somebody other than Brock could do it. But they want that shit to be WrestleMania-esque. So that's why you give him Brock then and you give Cena to Roman because those those two main events, oh, my God. That's that's bigger than last year's WrestleMania. And then that's not even getting started on. Uh, we'll probably get Bianca, Sasha, too. And I'm sure we'll get Becky versus somebody. Oh, man. Becky versus Rhea Ripley would be. That actually would be a good match. At SummerSlam. Yes. That that's a big money match. For, match. Yes. And that's not even get. I'm a, the SmackDown tag teams are going back to the Usos at some point. Whether well, it's Money in the Bank or SummerSlam. And the bloodline starts then, for real. Yes. Uh, Raw tag team, I don't know what they're doing with that shit. But uh, there's. You think they'll, they'll have the redemption of the New Day? Because they'll put the, they put tag team championships on the new day like it's nothing. Yeah, 
Um, I don't know. Because a new day, the new deck is, is one of those acts that don't need it at all. Absolutely don't. Um, but and I if, can't think of any other tag teams. That if they're gonna, there. if they're gonna keep trying to do Kofi singles, then no. Unless you move Xavier Woods and, back to SmackDown. Unless you do the RK Bro shit, they might do that. I don't know. I don't know where they're going because they got the Viking Raiders back. Ooh, I would love to see Randy Orton RKO. The, the giant dude, almost. Oh, oh man, how would he do it? Oh man, no, I need to see this match now. Um, they got the Viking Raiders back. They got uh, RK Bro, which of course they got the New Day, but I, I don't know where they're going. Uh, well, shit, just the the matches we've said right now is that's that's a must see SummerSlam that you've sold out Allegiant Stadium, and the. The the buzz after from Cena and Brock. Oh yeah. And even how about this? After after Roman beats the after Roman beats Cena, just have the rock pop up at the top of the stage. And then the whole thing goes off. That's it. No no words, no nothing. Nothing. Just, just have him walk out and the shit goes off. Have him come out with the tribal chief shit. Oh, and that'd be the story. Like, who is the wait, true... Wait, have them come out with the family, too. That's it. We, we're not giving away any more free shit to the And just end it. But and that's that, it, yeah. That's all we would think about between August... Little trademark shit in April. Yep. And you'd see that picture on ESPN. You'd see that shit everywhere. Man. All right. No, we gotta go. We gotta go. Listen, this has been fun. Um, kind of a slow news day today, but I mean, it is what it is. It's the middle of summer. Yeah. Thursday should be fun if things go correctly, if things go the way they should. I'm going to make sure that my booker on Wednesday gets who we <laughs> make sure we get this person here. Okay. Just know we might have another guest on the show on Thursday. I guess that should have been on the show before, and you would think would have been on the show before, but sadly. But we're, we're, we're trying to fix that now. But we'll see you all again on Thursday. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>